Welcome to Guaranteed Adventures. Welcome, welcome to Guaranteed Adventures. Welcome to Guaranteed Adventures, where the stories might change, but the adventure is guaranteed. And welcome to Guaranteed Adventures, where the stories might change, but the adventure is guaranteed. I'm your GM, Seth, and going around the table, we've got... Nathan, playing Cedric Valinor. Tim, playing Reese Melson. Melson. In my mind, I had Witherspoon. Just, <laughs> it was just like, Witherspoon, Witherspoon, Witherspoon. I was like, nope, that's not it. <laughs> Tim what playing the actress Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> yeah, Tim playing Reese Witherspoon. Tim playing, playing the actress playing Reese playing, <laughs> playing Fate Accelerated playing Ivory Horizon. <laughs> yes, Tim playing Reese Melison. and I'm Zach playing Merrick Rockrender. We are Guaranteed Adventures. You can find us on social media at Gu Adventure Pod. You can join our Discord and you can support us on Patreon. And this is Ivory Horizon, the Adventures Guild, full of adventure. Our story today begins with three adventurers of Ivory Horizon. Uh, the experienced Sidric, Woo. the less experienced Reese, Woo. and the completely inexperienced Merrick. Absolutely. <laughs> as they waltz up to Renard Manor to accept a job. So you approach the manor. It's a large building. Topiaries, intricately designed, fill the inner courtyard. Uh, the gates are closed. But, like, they're bar gates, so you can see inside. And there are guards posted at the doors. I'm going to walk up to a guard and say, this is going to be a weird request, but can I grab some dirt? <laughs> <laughs> you broke him. <laughs> of all the things I, could have, I imagined could come out of your mouth... That was never on the list. <laughs> the guard kind of squints his eyes, dumbfounded, and says, uh, as long as it's on this side of the fence, I guess it's okay. All right. So I'm going to go, and I'm just going to uh, pull out, like, a canteen and, like, grab a handful of dirt, make a little water, and start start, start messing with some mud. Like, okay, I'm good. Can, can we go in and uh, we're here about the job. Sorry. And what's with the mud? I just really like it. It's fun to play with. It's his thing. Uh, are you three adventurers? Yes, we are. We are part of the Ivory Horizon. We are tusks of the Ivory Horizon. Oh, you're that elephant guild? No, it's a walrus. His name is Waldo. It's like a water elephant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huh. I just hold out the paper at this point. <laughs> Thank you, that'll do. <laughs> uh, and, he, and he opens the gate. <laughs> All right, just head straight ahead, head to the main house. Don't go into any of the other buildings. Uh, the valet will take care of you once you get in. All right, thank you. Uh, one of the other guards turns and follows you like at, at like a 10-foot distance. He's not like right with you, but he's just making sure you don't stray. Gotcha. Uh, I think we just walk on, just follow the path. Yep. 
you head up, and as you get to the main building, the doors open before before you step into them. And there's a fancy-looking um, valet in, like, a suit and tie and all that. And he's kind of an older man. He says, hello, welcome, welcome. I understand you're, you You appear to be here about the job. Yes, we're here. We got. We hear that uh, Lord Renard is in a bit of distress as his daughter is missing. Yes, and yes, quite an ordeal taken by bandits. Yep. Very well. Well, please wipe your shoes and follow me to his office. All right. I wipe my shoes. I am not wearing shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, Reese wipes his shoes, too. <laughs> All right. So uh, he leads you inside and through a couple twists and turns. You can see a number of, like, statues and suits of armor. There appear to be more, like, guards inside as well at varying points. Um, and they all seem... You know, they're well-equipped. They've got armor, they've got weapons and that sort of thing. Uh, but they're not doing anything. Um, the valet leads you towards uh, an office, opens a big door, and you enter into this room that's just, like, it's full of wood. It's got, like, the intricate... Uh, what's that called, like, at the top where this... Crown molding. Crown molding. Yeah, that's the stuff. Well, you had that one right I, at I hand. knew Tim would know. <laughs> All that remodel work. <laughs> Coming in handy. Got the crown molding, <laughs> Yeah, it's got all sorts of fancy woodwork. You know, the big globe on a stand, big old oak desk. And sitting behind it is just a portly man with a big mustache. Uh, If you didn't know better, you might think he was a bit of a walrus himself. But he's just a human man um, with just bright orange hair. And and he looks up as you come in, and he kind of snootily looks down at you, even though he's sitting. I suppose he can literally look down at two of you. (laughs) Yeah. Or even all three of you, maybe. <laughs> yeah. He's sitting in, probably not. He's, yeah, he's he kind of looks down his nose and says, Who have you brought for me today, um, Walter? <laughs> and the valet says, Three more adventurers, uh, three adventurers in, in here looking to take the job that you've posted. Yep, we we're, we at the Ivory Horizons were handed this, this pamphlet here of, well, this wanted poster... Ah, uh, excellent, excellent, yes. I suppose, uh, Ivory Horizon, Ivory Horizon. Have I heard of you before? Hmm. <laughs> he thinks about, <laughs> thinks about the good years of when he first started and then how things have gone. Maybe. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> we're in town right now, though. Like, we're a traveling Adventures Guild. Ah, but he yes. knows that we're here and we're here to help. Indeed. Well spoken. Very good. Uh, well, with, with that being the case, uh, my daughter Remy was kidnapped by bandits in the dead of night. And I need you to retrieve her for me. Perfect. And we can do that. Any, have your guards done into any, any, was there any tracks around or anything, any clue of where she may have gone off to? Really, they took her? <laughs> Pardon me, but I believe you're the adventurers here. Well, I just want to know what 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 base. Please, works. please, just get to work. Let me know when you're finished. Was she uh, taken from the house here or from a different place? I turn. I turn to Walter and I say, "Do you guys have any leads?" Uh, <laughs> I'll come back to that. Reese, what did you say? Uh, was she taken from the the grounds here or from a different place, different location? What? 
Like, was she shopping somewhere and was taken then or kidnapped from your house here? Well, how should I know? I didn't see it happen. Um, but... Uh, uh, Reese, you have the aspect, has an answer for everything. Yes. Yes, um, I do. I will offer you a compel. Okay. So you can earn a fate point if you say something that will absolutely make this situation worse. <laughs> you can refuse, but it costs you a fate point. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, yes, I will take that. Um, so Reese will say, well, uh, someone of uh, your position would obviously have guards and informants and uh, everyone around that would be able to tell him and probably at least maybe be spending time with, you know, your daughter being as she is your daughter and kind of know what she does throughout the day. Excuse me. That's, I mean, that's typically what good parents do. Excuse me. Yes. And his eyes are just beady little dots at this point. (laughs) Are you insinuating that I'm not a good father? Um, if, uh, Perhaps another guild would be better served with this job. What he was trying to say, your lordship, is that we're just trying to make sure we have all of the facts that we can get now. So it causes us, so it gives us a better opportunity to find your daughter. Your grace. That's a good response. Go ahead and roll in overcome because I think he's angry. Uh, And (laughs) what, based on what you said, what do you think is the most appropriate uh, approach? Probably either careful or forceful. I feel like careful probably makes sense. I can take careful. Opinion. Yeah, because you're, you're choosing your words carefully. Wow. Okay. Nice. All right, so uh, my roll was a plus three, and my careful is also a plus three, so that gives me a plus six. Okay. So all I was looking for was a two, so oh. you actually succeed with style. So succeed with style, you get what you wanted, and you get a boost. So a boost is... Uh, it, what it is, it's an aspect. It just, you get one free invoke on it, so it can give you plus two to something, and then it goes away. So we'll say that you gain the boost impressive. He's impressed Ooh. by the way you handled yourself. Nice. Uh, and he kind of calms down. He's still glaring at Reese, <laughs> but he says, at least somebody here knows what they're talking about. Reese is absolutely used to this kind of glare, so he just kind of flashes a smile. And uh, I think with that that flash of a smile, he, like Cedric just kind of like elbows you in the shoulder a bit, just like not now. <laughs> uh, Walter speaks up and says, um, "Master Hughes, perhaps it would help if uh, I took them to the ladies' uh, bedroom." And uh, the Lord kind of nods and waves his hand as if he's gesturing for you all to leave. Thank you, Your Grace. Thank you. Thanks. And turns around and <laughs> Reese walks out. You, you can feel the eyes burning in you as, as you as you leave. Peace out, Cub Scout. Peace out. Thanks, old man. Walter leads you up to the second story uh, and leads you to a large bedroom that was Remy's bedroom, uh, and it looks pristine. Like the bed is made, everything is just kind of immaculately in place. Is this as it was when you found that you had lost her, Walter? Yes, that is correct. It's impressive. They didn't leave, make much of a scene. Well, they must have been quite sneaky bandits. Uh, can I 
is I just want to see if there was forced entry uh, into her bedroom. Okay. Where would you like to check? Uh, the windows. Sure. The windows are unlocked, but not by force. Okay. Uh, Reese wants to go, and uh, is there, like, a secondary chamber off of this one, or is it the, like, the whole room is, like, that? that's all there is to the room? Um, yeah, there's probably another one. You're okay. kind of in the bedroom area. There's probably, like, a little sitting area as well. Okay. Uh, so Reese is going to go into the sitting area uh, and take a look uh, to see if anything in there has been um, moved around or messed up or anything. Um, yeah. It doesn't appear to be. No. Okay. Um, although it, I, I suppose you do find a, a picture, like a portrait of Lord Renard and his daughter, Remy, or who you assume to be his daughter, Remy, who is a young woman about your own age. Um, she's got the similar bright orange hair and, uh, it's just, it's fallen. It's, and it's on the ground. The glass is cracked. Uh, I will grab the picture and walk back into the room and say, I found her. This is who we're looking for. <laughs> and point to the uh, picture of her. All right. Well, that's that's a start. Thank, thanks, Reese. No problem. Walter, Here to help. Was there anything... Have you noticed that anything else is not on the manor that should be? Was anything else taken besides Remy? He thinks for a moment. And he says, yes. Yes. We have lost a, a, a portion of valuable items. Some cutlery, cups, those sorts of lampstands, a decent amount of coin. Do the guards have any inclination on which way the bandits might have gone? Well, um, we do know, you know, perhaps he he calls out to one of the guards that's in the hallway and he says, "Eh, here, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, our, our wagons taking goods to other towns, have been intercepted by bandits frequently, have they not? And the guard says, uh, yep, yep, that's been a real problem. We, every time we head down the road, every time we head down the road west of here, we get ambushed nine times out of ten. And I, I bet it's at Hatchard's, uh, Hatchet's Corner, is that right? The, the, there's that corner that's like kind of down the road, you know, probably about ten miles it's between. It's it's around that hill that's kind of got the the well that's off into the woods. Is is that over by where the Dunsons used to live? Uh, it's. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, so the Dunsons owned it before uh, the uh, Ringles. Wait, on the north side of the creek. Uh, oh, you're, no, no, I'm on the no. south side. Oh no, the other Dunsons. Oh, those Dunsons. Yes, yes. it's it's where the Dunsons used to. I think it was their summer home. Was yeah. There. No, I wasn't there. Oh, okay. Okay. I just, you know, I've, I've been there before and I thought, you know, I saw something over there once. So it was, you know. No, it was south of that. It was south of that. Okay. Along the. Yeah, that. on the main road. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I guess that's a little trail over that way, isn't it? Okay. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I think while that conversation has been going on. <laughs> Reese has kind of been more examining the window, but like more open it and is kind of just like peering out the window just to kind of look at the ground, see if there's like any sort of footprints or like padded ground. Below are like hedges. And from up here, you can definitely see that like the hedges are kind of busted up. From this front, you wouldn't necessarily have been able to see it, 
Um, but from up here, you can see that, yeah, it looks like something fell in the hedges. Hmm. Well, in the hedges, at least. Seems like the window was the, the, the means of entry or escape. The exit. Yes. <laughs> well, might as well head west. That's where these bandits are. Pardon my asking, but um, <clears throat> how do you plan? What do, what do you plan to do with these bandits? Bring them to justice. I was going to say invite them to dinner, but that sounds much better. Yes, justice sounds nice. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, he's um, he works with us at uh, the Ivory Horizons. He's kind of he helps to guide the walrus that we. He, he's he's a very wise man. I mean, you wouldn't, Merrick, you wouldn't know Justice, but Cedric, that's. <laughs> right. Cedric is just kind of like, I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what do you guys want to do? Uh, Walter, real quick. Is there a uh, wagon and some horses that we could borrow to kind of just help? speed this whole kind of process along a little bit. Because if we're walking the whole way, then, you know, Remy might be, you know, who knows? And we're just, you know. Plus, we'll mm. be able to give Remy a ride back, so that way she's not having to travel the whole way. Lord Renard wouldn't we want her walking her. again that whole way. As well as potentially all the other stuff that was lost. Exactly. Go ahead and uh, make a roll, an overcome roll. Overcome? And uh, what approach do you think is most appropriate? Um, I think clever. Right. <laughs> it's a one. Okay. I have uh, two in clever, and I rolled a minus one. Okay. So I'm looking for a two. Now, in this instance, one of the things you can do in fate is anyone can invoke an aspect for a situation. So if oh. someone else has an aspect or a boost, boost, they could invoke it in this situation and give you a bonus to your roll. Anybody want to... I mean, I could... Merrick has the impressive boost currently. Yeah, that I was going to say, uh, I was, I'm going to use my... So I need to spend a fate point to use the impressive boost? For a boost, no. Okay. It's just free. Okay. So yeah, so I'm going to use the impressive boost. Okay. Yeah, Sweet. you all kind of carry yourselves well as you ask. It was kind of a group ask anyway. Yeah. And so you you hold yourself nicely. Walter kind of hesitates at first. He's like, well, I'm not sure what the master would think about it, but okay, I'm sure we can get you something. Oh, thank you so much, Walter. You We're really not... make this place run, don't you? <laughs> uh, I should think so. <laughs> uh, and he leads you down to the coach house. Uh, and he gets you a wagon out pulled by a single horse. Um, do you guys want to do anything with the wagon? They'd said that they were being ambushed when they traded goods to other towns. Uh, what do you guys think about loading up some just empty boxes and things that we can, you know, um, pretend? De- decoy goods? Yes, the decoy no. goods. Okay. Do you guys want to make a decoy wagon? Yeah. Essentially? Somebody give me a roll to carefully create an advantage. Uh, I have together. one in careful, so that's probably, I would not like to do that. <laughs> Mine is three. Mine's zero. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll do. All right. <laughs> All right. Carefully create an advantage. Uh, there's a total of zero from my roll. So okay. plus, so the, the roll is, ends up being a total of three. Total of three. Okay. That will be a success. I was looking for a two. I'm typically looking for a two. Okay. <laughs> Generally, <laughs> if you didn't notice that, um, that will be a success. And so you'll get 
one, you'll create an advantage and get one free invoke if you were to spend a fate. If you were to invoke an aspect and get a plus two, you would succeed with style and get two free invokes. Whatever you want to do is fine. And the invoke is you would not have to spend a fate point to do that. So you get like a one-time use of it. Yes. Well, this will create well, uh, this will create use. an aspect for you, so it will be like decoy wagon or whatever. Gotcha. So you'll have that whenever it's relevant. So right now you yeah. so well with it. So you've got the aspect uh, decoy wagon. Decoy wagon. Nice. Do each of us have that as an aspect, or is that just like a single? It's a collective group thing. Okay. With got one it. free invoke on. Okay. It. Got it. Basic. Basically, anyone can use it. So you get your decoy wagon loaded up. You head down the road for a little ways, um, and, and pretty soon you, you come close to the area that he's talking about. Uh, do you want to do anything in preparation before you reach that area? Or just char- or just roll right in? Uh, I think Reese would kind of put the, his old loot down and then bring out his other, other one and just say, um, I don't know, this, this might go be crazy like i don't know exactly what's gonna happen um with not just the you know bandits and everything but with this loot specifically so um fair warning i guess i have a small pouch of stones and i also pull out a mallet okay my backpack the arms come out but as they come out this time they take on more from just the tentacle shape to they get more rigid and have like elbows and the what was more just like a triangular kind of claws at the end or more to be like like a paw. And so I have the right to bear arms now. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Perfect. All right. So as you approach a particular turn in the road, it's a sharp turn. There's kind of a hill up above with uh, trees. It's a wooded area. Uh, you, you, as you come to the turn, uh, you hear yelling from up in the trees as bandits charge down the hill towards you. All right, so Sweet. we are going to have our first conflict. So, first we'll set the scene a little bit. So, there are scene aspects as, or scenario aspects as well. So, we know that there's, an, that there's a hill, so there's, we'll have the aspect high ground, tree cover, you know there's that, a big old road, and your decoy wagon, which you have one free invo- invoke on. And uh, what is everybody's quicks, quick ratings? Reese's quick is two. Uh, Cedric is plus one. Zero. Okay, so the bandits are going to go first. <laughs> and then we'll go Perfect. in descending quick rating. So the bandits will go and then... Actually, you know what? Theirs is two. I'm going to give you the chance to go first. You can make the first move. As awesome. you see them charging down towards you. Sweet. So on your turn in a conflict, you can essentially move and do something. Okay. Uh, I think I want to stay on the cart. Um, and as they're coming uh, down the hill, uh, I, I want to start uh, kind of whispering to my loot and say, okay, please, please work this time. And I want to try and uh, like uh, rustle the leaves uh, like use my loot to bond with the leaves uh, on the ground and kind of create kind of a either a difficult space space for them to come through or just kind of uh, a shifting kind of uh, visuals kind of to try and confuse them. Okay, 
Sounds like, to me, that is a flashily create an advantage. Yes. Ah! Okay, so that is five. Because I have the aspect, uh, can use my magic loot to do that. Yeah. So, and uh, flashily... For your stunt? For my stunt. Does that specifically say to influence people's emotions? It does, yes. We can okay. create more stunts on the fly. You can have up to three stunts for free. Okay. Um... I think I want to... Could I spend a fate point to... to you're, yeah, you're going to succeed with style with a five. Okay. Or wait, did you just get a three? I just got a three. Okay, you'll still succeed. Okay. You could invoke an aspect if you want to succeed with style. And get two free... And get two free invokes. In you uh, no, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just, just keep the one. Okay, so yep. you create the aspect. We'll do the aspect razor leaves. Razor leaves, I like that. So it's making it a difficult area as a kind of buffets their legs with leaves and small pebbles and stuff. Yeah, the... just kind of uh, moving those around. and Yeah. So basically, for them to move through it will take effort. Okay. Uh, so they hit the bottom of the hill right into this razor leaf area, and you hear a bunch of, ouch, ouch, hey, what is this? <laughs> and they're going to actually have to try to overcome. They're going to try to plow through okay. to get to you. What are they? Yes. They are going to be able to get through there. You do have a free invoke. Okay. Um, which can let you add two to a roll, or it can add two to passive opposition, like this is. So you oh. could use your invoke yeah. to make it harder for them if you yeah, want to. Yeah, I want to I do that. Okay. I want to use that invoke to uh, make it harder for them. Okay. Yeah. They they try to push through, but they're they're just kind of like, whim, uh, they're just kind of uh, stuck. It's like every time they try to move, the wind kind of blows, and yeah. some of them, a couple of them, like, fall over. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and there are there are about twelve guys. Ooh. Uh, they kind of just all charge down as a group, though. <laughs> so that was their turn. So next was Sidric. Uh, so there, are they at the wagon at this point now? They're or? not. They're kind of at the bottom of the hill, the edge of the road. So they're like halfway. Okay. I think Sid's just gonna like kind of duck down behind. Like behind one of the walls, but with his arms ready to basically just both like kind of clap at the first person to to try to like go jump in the back of the wagon. Okay. Uh, so it's more of a, I guess, setting a reaction. Is that something that can be done in fate? Do it. We'll do it as a create an advantage. Okay. So that sounds like you're cleverly creating an advantage. All right. Uh, that is a three. Okay. So you succeed and you get one free invoke, and we'll give you. The, as- the aspect right now you have is ready to pounce. All right. You are ready to pounce. And you'll get one free invoke on that when you want to use it. Cool, cool. Merrick. Uh, I'm going to stand on the horse. Okay. Yes. And I'm going to say, Hail, men of honor. We know that Remy is with you. We also know that she is with you willingly. We just want to talk. That's all I say. Okay. What are you trying to accomplish with that? Trying to overcome their uh, their antagonistic tendencies toward us. I'm trying to bring them over to our side. Go ahead and roll. Um, would this be more clever or forceful? This seems forceful. Yeah. All right. I got a two. Okay. I'm going to spend a fate point to invoke their aspect uh, tough together. Uh, and they're going to... They They hesitate. They almost listen to you. Like, some of them are... Like, you kind of see them talking like, what, how, 
you hear some muttering like, what? How does he know that? What's, what's going on? Well, who is this guy? What? You know, Remy? Uh, but then they kind of bust it. They kind of re re encourage each other. Like, hey, this is the job. We're we're here to rob this caravan. Rats. <laughs> you can actually. So I spent a fate point to invoke an aspect. You can do the same thing. Essentially, we can go into a bidding war. <laughs> you can only invoke an aspect one time on a particular roll, but you can invoke any number of aspects. Any number of my own aspects, or just yes, okay. anything you have access to that makes sense. Which would the the free invoke on the decoy wagon? Would we be able to use that then? Uh, I don't think it would make sense in this okay, situation. But probably not here. It wouldn't help with what he's trying to do. So, um, I I'm going to invoke uh, invoke my aspect. Slow and steady wins the race. And I'm just like, and in invoking, I'm going to say, we just want to talk. We know you have a job to do, but we just want to talk. Okay. So you spend one fate point to invoke it. And they were about ready to charge at you again, but they hesitate again. And uh, one of them steps forward and says, okay, we might be willing to talk, but can we stop this uh, leafy business? Oh, yeah, ab- absolutely. 100%. I can absolutely uh, stop that for you. I'm sorry for the little cuts that it might have gave. I just didn't know kind of where we were going to be at. Okay. Um, it's And then he stops, uh, Reese stops playing and is like, okay. Cal- calm down. Cal- calm the leaves, please. Okay. Um, you can. I'm going to say this. I've offered compels to some people. You can offer compels to one another and even to yourself. Okay. So if you compels, you can get a fate point for anything that complicates the situation. So if, for instance, if you want to compel yourself and make something bad happen, you can suggest that. I would like that. I would like the, uh, I would like to compel myself and uh, make, to make the leaves and stuff even worse. Okay. And kind of bigger or start flinging bigger sticks around. Okay. Um, to do that. You get a so. fate point. <laughs> you get a fate point. Okay. Uh, and they pick up, and just this guy that had stepped forward kind of just gets his feet knocked out <laughs> from under him. Uh, nope. Uh, stop. Stop it. He, and he's, I'm so sorry. He's getting buffeted with leaves and sticks and stuff. <laughs> and uh, one of the other guys yells, It was a trap! Get him, boys! No, no. <laughs> and they continue charging towards the wagon. Uh, Reese, though, it is now your turn. Oh, the, the conflict was kind of paused there. It okay. would have been over, but... Oh, okay. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Thanks, Thanks for that on my consciousness. Um, uh, so I think Reese is going to try again to, uh, you know, s- speak to his loot and, and kind of try and calm, the, uh, calm everything. Okay. So uh, I'm going to uh, roll for that, I think, right? Go ahead and roll and overcome. Roll overcome, because yeah. it's overcoming the... You're kind of, yeah, you're kind of trying to overcome what's existing. O- overcome the magic that's there. Yep. Uh, flashy? I'll go flashy. That's fine. Because you're playing it. Okay. You're not being quiet or sneaky or anything. That's a one. That won't be enough. <laughs> that's a one. Um, I... Yeah. I don't think I have an aspect that would help necessarily. So... Okay. Yeah. And the the bandits are going to try to get out of this area again. They Oh, my word. <laughs> so I'm going to spend a fate point to re-roll that. That's another thing you can do with a fate point. Gotcha. Um, it's typically only worth it if you roll a negative three or a negative four, which I did. <laughs> okay, there we go. 
So the bandits manage to push through and charge the wagon. They're out of the they're out of the razor leaves uh, and are very and basically they now charge up to the wagon are and are within poking distance. And it is uh, your turn. <laughs> Sid, Sid. <laughs> take me a moment. I got that. See, it's not just me. So, Sid, kind of taking taking more notes from uh, Merrick's uh, approach. There, he's actually going to like jump out of there, and he's going to be like, th- "Have they all passed the leaves at this point, or yes. is there some?" Okay. There's probably eh, th- there's a couple stragglers in there. We'll say he's going to go and with both arms up as he's getting out of the. Cart, cart bed. Okay. I guess. Sure. Yeah. And he's going to be like, I can help people get out of there if they would like. And is willing to extend an arm to those who who would, uh, who would accept it. Okay. You're going to try to pull them out? Yes. Okay. Go ahead and give me a... That's probably a forcefully overcome to yank them out. Okay. They'll grab on if you stick something out to them. Uh, so that is a three total <laughs> yeah you yank them out cool and i will just with them yanked out i will just kind of keep all, all four sets of arms just up in the air <laughs> okay as a gesture of like meaning no harm right merrick uh, seeing that uh <laughs> that my first idea failed because you know someone has failed yet again <laughs> uh i was like okay well i guess i, guess I just gotta take this into my own hands um and uh I'm going to compel compel myself um, because I'm the only dependable person. Um, I should be like, well, all right. If this, is, this is what we got to do. This is what we got to do. Uh, and I'm going to uh, I'm gonna throw three of my stones up in the air. I'm going to use my mallet. And I'm essentially playing baseball. Um, or actually, it probably would be, I'd be I'm playing tennis with my mallet. And I'm just going to try and hit three of the bandits in the head. Okay. In an attack. Okay, yeah, go ahead and roll. That sounds to me like a forceful attack. Yeah, forceful, got it. Uh, that is a negative one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, yeah, you, you smash them, uh, and they go flying wide. Um, you can either miss entirely or... Oh, yeah, yeah, you miss entirely. That's what it'll that's what so you you hit and they they fly wide. Uh, one of them actually bounces off a guy, but it like bounces off and doesn't hurt him. Uh, Come on! Uh, and the bandits are going to uh, continue their charge. Uh, or no, we're back to Reese. Reese, Reese was before yeah. the bandits. Um, Reese is just going to say, "Oh, forget it," uh, and he's going to uh, just kind of stand up onto the uh, he's going to jump over to the horse with uh, Merrick. <laughs> so there's two of you on the horse. <laughs> yeah, there's two of us on the horse now. Um, and he's he's going to start playing uh, a very uh, kind of forceful melody on his lute to try and influence uh, the more so the people here that's like, hey, we're more, we're stronger than you. We're gonna take you, and you're trying to strike fear into the uh, to their hearts. Okay, kind of trying to intimidate them. Yep, trying to intimidate them. Um, how do I? Okay, I guess that's just a five. They ended up with a negative three. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, they, you succeed with style. Okay. So you do what you were trying to do. Um. Oh, I guess we didn't say if it was an overcome or a create an advantage. Oh, yeah. 
Um, I think, overcome. I, th- I think I'd want to overcome their uh, their whatever the sure. drive. The same thing that yeah. Uh, so they, was they to all kind of stop in their steps, and you gain a boost of intimidating. Okay, so you get one free invoke on that, and then it goes away. Nice. The bandits are going to go next. I think the ones over by uh, Sid mm-hmm. are, are probably like, "Oh, hey, thanks for getting us out of there, man." Yeah, no problem. <laughs> so, uh, can we take your stuff now? Uh, do we even do we actually pack the, or do we do we even no. have it empty? <laughs> like, if we're being honest here, there's not much in there. What? You didn't even bring any stuff for us to steal? Well, as one of the young compatriots kind of pointed out, we're here a little bit because of different matters. Like, we're not traveling businessmen. We're here trying to figure out why uh, why Remy ran off. Uh, at that moment, uh, Reese's song has kind of taken effect, and a few of the people turned and started running back through the razor leaves, <laughs> <laughs> and they kind of get stuck in there again. <laughs> oh, this is terrible. Uh, uh, a few stay near the front um, and kind of jump up to attack Reese and Merrick. Oh, no. So, like... Say, if there were 12 guys, we'll say six of them are now in the leaves, three of them are with Sid, and three of them are attacking. Okay. You know what? Two of them are going to attack at Merrick, or not Merrick, um, Merrick. Reese. Okay. So they're going to charge in. Uh, and you roll a defend. Okay. So depending on what, so basically what they're going to do, they're basically swinging like big old sticks and hammers and stuff at you. Okay. So what do you? How would you react to that? Uh, probably. Uh, honestly, you'd probably uh, just start trying to like dance and like just trying to dodge them and okay. kind of. Uh, so you'll quickly defend. Quickly them. defend. Yes. Uh, that's a two. Mm, I got a one. Yes. Uh, I'm going to invoke an aspect of their tough together. Okay. Uh, to turn it into a three. Um. I'm going to invoke the intimidating boost to turn it into a four <laughs> and just dance so intimidatingly at them <laughs> on top of this. As you dance, you're just glaring. Just glaring. That chicken dance, man, that is one scary thing, I tell you what. If you've ever been to like a Screamo concert, the bassist is always just like picks one person out of the crowd and just glares at them. And yeah. that's what I'm doing. One guy's coming in hot. He's going to get you, but then he just freezes as you give him the, as you give him the glare. Yes. And he stops. One uh, is going to attack at Merrick, though. He's going to stab up at him. Uh, I, uh, M- Merrick, having learned a lot from Tosin on their travels, is just going to kind of feel the sway um, of all this wind that's been picked up and is just going to, like, not sidestep because he's on a horse, but, like, just, like, lean to the side as he's, like, just kind of, like, time it, caref- like, so that way you can lean to the side as the as the huh. slash is coming down. Okay, so you can carefully defend. That is a total of two. It's my total of one. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he thrusts up, and you carefully tip to the side uh, like it's nothing, and the blade just comes past you. And uh, it is your turn, um, Sid. All right. So instead of just kind of like looking at us, just continuing this conversation with okay. <laughs> once around, the guys there. It's like, <laughs> well, I appreciate the the, the training you're given to some of these guys. They could use a little, little, little their first experience out in the field, but wait, what do you mean? Yeah, I'll tell you later. But 
Okay, well, I guess we should tie this guy up, huh, boys? What? Why? <laughs> and they kind of start pulling out some rope. All right, if he's taking rope, then the, he's going to start swinging the bare arms at the rope. Okay. <laughs> so you want to just destroy the rope? Is yep. that what you're going for? Okay, go ahead and roll an overcome. Um, probably forceful. Yeah. That is a total of four. <laughs> yeah, you just snatched the rope right out of their hands. All right. It's like, I thought we were having a good conversation here. Well, we're here, we're here to work. I'm here to work, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Merrick. Uh, Merrick is... Merrick is going to concede the conflict. He's going to put his mallet away and say, take whatever you find on this cart here. We just want to talk. Okay, let me check something quick. I don't know if that's actually what conceding the conflict no, is. No, it basically is. Conceding, yeah. Conceding is a valid strategy. Okay, so yes, you could concede the conflict, and you would get a say in how in what happens, but basically it they would win, and they would kind of, you know... Basically, if you want to concede the conflict, that's fine, but they're going to tie you up. Okay. So you concede the conflict, and you would get... I get a fate point. Yeah, you get a fate point, and you would get an additional fate point for any consequences you had taken, but you didn't take any. So you get a fate point for conceding, uh, and that guy there, he's kind of like, oh, okay. Uh, and he pulls out some rope and starts tying you up. Merrick, we could absolutely take these guys. What are you doing? You just want to talk. I mean, yeah, but it'd be better if, you know, we could... No, fine. Fine. I I have no idea if that wind is going to calm down. FYI, just you know, I it's it might. We'll see. Uh, and maybe try and jump over it. See if that works. Jump over the wind. Yeah. Hmm. Uh. Yeah. Reese is going to uh try jumping off the horse and run through the wind towards uh where he saw the bandits coming from. Okay. And uh, I'm hoping that the effect that was caused from the loot kind of helps to dissipate the wind. Okay. So Go ahead and roll an overcome. I'll roll an overcome. Hey, that is, uh, is this flashy? Probably quick. Quick? You're just running. Okay. Uh, then that's a six. Okay, yeah, you succeed with style. Woo! So you uh, zip through there, parts around you, uh, and it feels like the wind is at your back. You have the wind at your back. Yes. And you're just running away from the conflict? I'm, I'm running the direction that the uh, bandits came from. Okay. So kind of up the hill. Sure. Uh, yeah, you run up the hill and you see, when you get there, a little trail through the trees. Ooh. Uh, I'm just going to stop at the top and, okay. and observe what's going to happen down, down below. Okay. Uh, the bandits are going to go next. Um, some of them, a couple are going to go tie up Merrick. And the the three around Sid are going to say, uh, all right, get him, boys. And they're going to start attacking. <laughs> uh, I think he's going to be just, he's going to try to use his, the bare arms to kind of point, like block wherever they're going to try to like attack him okay. from. Okay. So don't know what kind of defense that would be exactly. Uh, maybe. Clever. Cleverly. Clever. I'll take yeah. clever. You're trying to get the right spot? Yeah. Like, read their movements. Mm-hmm. That is a five. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you block it, um, and you gain a boost. 
Cool. Um, and I'm going to give you the boost. Uh, something about your hands blocking. Wax on, wax what, off. What? <laughs> wax on, wax <laughs> off. I like it. All right. <laughs> get one free invoke on that. Okay, and Merrick, you are now firmly tied up. <laughs> Great. <laughs> uh, and they kind of throw you over a couple of their shoulders and start hauling you up towards the trees. So, Reese, you see Merrick being hauled up to the trees uh, and Sid in uh, basically kung fuing multiple people. Okay. <laughs> and it's your turn. Then I'm going to, uh, seeing that they're coming up this way, I'm going to go ahead and keep running along the, the path uh, to see if I can find a place to hide behind like a large rock or climb up a tree or find their camp if it's uh, down that way. Okay. All right. So you're taking off and you're basically leaving the conflict? Uh, yes. You take off on your own. So Sid, uh, more of the bandits are going to come over. Okay. Uh, and they pull out their weapons, and you're kind of surrounded now by a good group of them. Uh, is so. Remind me when he went through the the gust of wind with the the leaves. Did that like dissipate that at that? It kind of did. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's <laughs> not on. a whole lot of it remaining. There's a little bit. I was going to start pushing people into it again, but <laughs> <laughs> dang it. you're basically surrounded not now by like seven or eight guys, and they're going to start attacking. Okay. <laughs> Goodness. You're going to take multiple attacks here. Uh, still going for the... And if you ever... Conceding is an option if you want to concede. It lets you take some control of how the scene ends. Yeah, this is Sid's first time back in the field. He is not going to go down lightly. (laughs) So he's going to go ahead and try to, like, basically keep doing that same maneuver of just using his arms to block it. Okay, I got a four. (laughs) That's... Yep. (laughs) Um, I got a one. Okay, a one. Uh... Which, yeah, the... Would you like to spend invoking the aspects? Um, you don't have to. I don't think I'm going to anything that would get me to that anyway. So. Wax on, wax off would help. Well, well I mean, it would help, but I guess it would... So what's going to happen <laughs> is I rolled a four, you've got yeah. a one, the difference is three. So that means you're going to take three shifts of stress or consequences. So you have three little stress boxes, one, two, and three. They can each hold that much amount of stress. So you've got three coming at you, so you can just mark your stress your stress three box and be good and be okay. If you weren't able to handle it with stress, you would take consequences, which are aspects that are negative and that stick around for a while. Stress clears at the end of a scene. Consequences stick around longer. So I'm going to take or invoke wax on, wax off to okay. bring at least to a three. So it's only a, a minus one. Sure. So you take one, <laughs> stress, one stress as you're being pummeled yep. from the first attack. <laughs> And the second Uh, attack comes in. uh (laughs) All right. You're going to take three attacks since I've basically been treating like three people as an entity. All right. That's a three coming at you. This time that was five. Nice. You managed to block all of those ones as they come in, slapping their weapons aside. Uh, And the, the... Another group comes in thrusting at you with a four. Uh, That's zero. (laughs) All right. Which... I think I don't really have much I can do really to help me at this point. So, oh yeah. no! Okay, uh, so you're gonna be you're looking at four shifts of damage. So first, you can mark one stress box. You can only ever mark one at a time. Okay, so you can mark either your two or three stress and absorb that much. I will mark the three. Okay, and then you have one more point to deal with. So you will be taking. You can either be taken out of the fight, or you can take a consequence. And the consequences show how much they can take, either two, four, or six. The more it absorbs, the longer it sticks around. 
So if you take a two consequence, it won't stick around too long. Okay. Yeah, I think I will take the consequence and mark out so I have my one and two stress boxes marked. Okay. And and you feel as somebody hits you with a big old like a like a club, uh, you feel some ribs break. Oof. <laughs> so you've got uh, cracked ribs. Okay. Oh, as no. a minor consequence. And that can now be invoked against you. That was the third attack, wasn't it? Yep. And that was how many I said there was going to be? Yep. So the other two have left the conflict, so Sid, it's all you. Uh, I think with this at this point, he's just like, can I just have the dignity of not having my arms timed up? I'll go with you. We got to tie something up. <laughs> <All right. laughs> can I just retract the arms into my backpack <laughs> and be like, is that good? We got to make sure you're not going to pull anything. Here, hand us the backpack. <sighs> the cost of doing this stuff again. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and he hands the backpack. Great. So you hand over the backpack. Mechanically, when you concede, you have to yep. give some sort of concession. So, so they take your backpack, uh, and they take you and Merrick. Merrick, they're still just carrying you over their shoulder. <laughs> yeah. you're, like, you're not real big or heavy, mm-hmm. so they're just carrying you. Uh, and they lead you, Sid, uh, and Reese. I would like to try and find a hiding place where I can see them kind of coming along the path. And then when they get uh, kind of close, I'm going, I want to try and very quietly play on my lute to connect with the spirit of the ropes that are tying these guys up and just kind of loosen them a little bit to make it so that they could escape if they want to. Okay. Yeah, you kind of head up the hill and a little bit up the path. Are you, like, climbing up a tree or anything? Yeah, yeah, I'll climb up a tree. So you climb up a tree, and you you hear the group coming your yeah. way. You can tell that Sid has been captured and Merrick has been captured. You can also see, down in a valley below, not visible from the road, but yeah. from your vantage point here, you can see the bandit camp stretching out below you. Okay. And there are a lot of campfires. And I think that's where we're going to end this episode Perfect. here. <laughs> With two people captured. <laughs> <laughs> what could go wrong? Still in action. Hey, great. Hey, you know, you're getting, getting to the so bandit camp. Fun. Yeah. yeah. That's one way to get there. Yeah. Sure indeed. Why not? Why not go tied up? <laughs> Why not? It's Jar Jar Binks it. I give up. <laughs> I give up. I give up. <laughs> so, this has been Guaranteed Adventures. I'm your GM, Seth, and going around the table, we've got Nathan playing Sid Valinor. Tim playing Reese Mellowson. And Zach playing Merrick Rockrender. You can find us on social media at GU Adventure Pod. You can join our Discord and you can support us on Patreon. So this has been Guaranteed Adventures. Thank you very much for listening. And now go have some adventures of your own. <laughs> <laughs>